Hello, this is Miranda. This is Corey. From the Fandom Fixation. And we just wanted to jump in and do a quick little disclaimer. Please uh, be advised that we will be posting spoilers. Spoilers. And you may have some, uh, if you have sensitive ears. Better watch out, uh, because we do use explicit language. And I can't help it. It just, it just happens. We get excited. We get mad. We have all the emotions, and then what's better than just, you know, letting a couple fuck, 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 fucks out. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Can't say you weren't warned. <laughs> we told you, so. That's it. Happy trails. Yeah. Peace out. Why are you nervous? I don't know. It's our first time we've had a guest. Oh. We're on the spot. <laughs> We're gonna start you. Look at you awkwardly. You're not on the spot. I'm on the spot. <laughs> You're like, well, welcome to the fandom fixation. This is Corey and Miranda. What's up? And today we are going to be talking about the atrocious Game of Thrones finale <laughs> and pretty much the series and the show. Um, and today we have a guest with us, Miss Holly. Hi. Hi. Thanks for having me. <laughs> well, thank you for it's being great here. To be here. <laughs> Corey needs somebody to talk to because I don't know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, since, since it's a serious finale and everything like that, and Miranda doesn't watch Game of Thrones, and since it was what it was... Uh, I heard it was really good. You heard wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it was the best finale of any show ever. <laughs> Whose friend is this? <laughs> I'm like, uh, yeah, I don't know what's going on. Um, if you have not seen Game of Thrones, perhaps don't listen to what yeah, we're about to say. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah. If Spoilers, you, we've... If you would like to listen or watch in the future, don't listen to what yeah. we're about to say. But also, if you don't know what's going on by now, it must be nice. How, how do you avoid all those spoilers? Cause Especially the way it's been blowing up the internet. <clears throat> oh, yeah. I mean, people are not happy, and... Um, I think rightfully so. There's been a lot of, I mean, it, it was kind of like you're sitting there and you're going, okay, what, what is going on? It was like, it's hard to put into words. My hands literally went up and my brow furrowed <laughs> and my jaw dropped into the what pose. Because yeah. I was so taken aback by what was happening in the show. It's hard to even talk about it now because I'm still like reeling from disappointment and heartbreak. Mm. And that a show this good could be so amazing for so long only to end the so way it did. Was the rest of the season okay? Or was it like a kind of, not a surprise, but like well, what, that it ended the way it did? I want to say that the first three episodes were good, but then after the Night King, you know, gets stabbed and dies, it kind of went quickly just because at that point in my mind, I was like, what do we do now? Right. Two players left, Cersei and Daenerys, but now what? Yeah. Was kind of how I felt. Because in my mind, this, the whole series was leading up to this whole battle of winter is coming. 
And when you end on season seven and it starts to snow in King's Landing and you're like, okay, winter's finally here. So let's, you know, let's do this. And you're like, let's, let's start this shit and get this done because winter's been coming for seven years. Did you say Stark this shit? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ah, the non-watcher <laughs> comes in with a good pun. <laughs> So, I mean, did you, did you think that too? Like, were you excited at first? The first three episodes, I felt like I was going to give myself a heart attack because the anticipation that they were building Uh was just, I mean, nothing really happened. Nothing happened in the first, was it, it was either the first full two or two and a half Maybe even the three episodes where <clears throat> they're setting the stage. Yeah. And they're setting the stage and people are talking and emotions are happening. And and then you, at the end of one of the episodes, you see the army of the dead and they're right at Winterfell. And then it fades to black and you're like, okay, so the next one, it's got to be it. It's got to be the war. So the first few were... I guess to me, exciting, it, but it seems like the first one was trying to re because I mean it had been what two years mm-hmm. since the end of season seven. So you you're looking at the first episode as where is everybody right now? You know, everybody converging into Winterfell and everybody's trying to I guess establish where they are, what they're going to be doing. Because then at the end of the episode one is when Jamie shows up at Winterfell and he sees Bran for the first time since he's pushed him out of the freaking Which was intense AF, by the way. Which is part of why I was enjoying those first few episodes. Because of the anticipation, the excitement they were building. Um, It was annoying that nothing was happening yet. When Corey and I talked about what do do we think is going to happen in the premiere we thought they were going to hit us with something major. Like yeah. somebody, one of the main characters was going to die immediately. Boom. <clears throat> one of the ones we liked. Yeah. And then when they didn't do anything, we thought, okay, in the next episode, shit's got to go down. And then nothing again. Yeah. So you're just like super anxious waiting for it. So it was exciting. Um, it, it, and the it had the way the intro changed, the graphics in the beginning, there were all these little changes. Um, so it built you up. It built me. That's what it feels That's like. That's what it feels it, like. It does, because when you get to a certain point, because to me, in the series, it, it was all about how are we going to beat the army of the dead? How are we going to do this? Mm-hmm. Like, I thought they were all going to come together, and even to some point, Cersei, they were all going to come together and try to defeat the Night King. But then when you realize Cersei wasn't going to get involved in it at all. She was going to stay in King's Landing and let them deal with whatever they needed to deal with. Pretty much decimate their army. But at that point, you're kind of like, okay, fine. Because remember, we talked about it. How, what are they going to do? Because the battle's happening. Are they going? Because I thought for sure the, the battle with the undead was going to be at least two episodes. Because... Every single time, I mean, it faded. I mean, because there was like people were complaining it was really dark. Well, yeah, it's at night. Hello. (laughs) 
And it was like, every time it faded out to black, I was like, don't you dare leave me on a cliffhanger. Don't you dare. Right. So when you're building that up and then all of a sudden you get this whole burst of like when Arya comes at him and stabs him and everybody just dies. Even at that point, it was, I thought at that time, it's freaking awesome. You know, the way they did it. In the instant that you realize, you see her drop the knife to the second hand and in, and he disappears, your your split-second reaction, at least mine, was, oh, my God. Yeah. Like, you have a a, a moment of, like, uh, excitement, and you're like, yes, he's gone. But immediately after that, I was thinking... Wait, now what? Did that exactly now what? Did that really just happen? How could how could he die so quickly in the last in the last season? Now, what are they going to do? I thought I thought the show was going to end with the battle. Yeah. And I I didn't foresee it not containing all three players. I mean, I guess, you know, I should have figured it would end up being just two of them, but it, it was a weird experience to watch. It felt like you were watching it in slow-mo. Yeah. <clears throat> and reliving it back in, the, in the, like, the 10 seconds after it happened. And then I started to question immediately, well, yeah. now where are we going with this? How, how do we... So then, to me, I was like, okay, so what are we going to do with Cersei? How are we going to deal with Cersei? Because... And I liked in the fourth episode... Where, where Sansa was saying, we the the armies need a break. They need to rest. We need to regroup, see who we have left, and all of that. Mm-hmm. But when Khaleesi <clears throat> says no, we need to strike now. It was kind of like at that point with with Danny, I was like, okay, something's off. Something's off, and something's going to go completely askew. And and then was it? I'm trying to because it kind of like four, five, and six kind of were like a what? <laughs> What's going on? Because it was like it was slow in four because that's when the mountain beheads. Yes. Right <clears throat> at the end of four. And then they're they're sort of regrouping, and then all of a sudden the dragon falls out of the sky dead. Yeah, totally shocking. But then you're still wondering, what are they gonna do? Right. What are they gonna do? They seem to be decimated. Mm-hmm. You know, almost all the Dothraki. I thought all the Dothraki had died. So did I. When they rode to the because all their little uh, all the lights went out. Were- the swords went out. Were lit, and then they go first to meet the army of the dead, and all of the swords go out. So all you can see in the distance is the flames of the swords, and one by one they start going out. So I thought the Dothraki were no more. Yeah. And Cersei seemed to have quite an advantage, especially when they killed that second dragon. Mm-hmm. I was pissed. Yeah. <laughs> I was mad that yeah. they killed that second one, and that Euron. Got to do it. Yeah. That sucked. But that's what the show does. So the yeah. show, for me, is no stranger to disappointment and frustration. You know, the people you like tend to die. What you really want to happen doesn't. 
the way, I mean, there are so many disturbing things that happen in the show, but for me, the biggest disappointment in the final season was the way that Daenerys turned. I didn't feel like it was believable. And Corey and I have talked about this multiple times already, but when she, when she turns, I mean, shortly before she has a conversation with Tyrion and she says, our enemies think our mercy is our weakness, but they're wrong. Our mercy is our strength. And the next thing you know, she burns King's Landing to the ground. So to me, that, that didn't even make sense. It wasn't just shocking that something bad would happen. The worst thing that's happened in the entire show the whole population getting vaporized with dragon fire, but that Daenerys was the one doing was it. the one that did it. It just to me, it wasn't believable that she would turn. If she had, if she hadn't said that to Tyrion, maybe it would have made more sense. Because Corey had said to me, you know, she lost a lot very quickly, which I think was a really good point. She lost the dragon. She lost. She lost her advisor. She lost so many of her Dothraki, you know, the, and and she she was she felt like she was losing. If at that point, oh, and then John is a Targaryen. So then there was that, and then I if she if that had happened, and she was just so overwhelmed that she that she flipped out like she lost it. Maybe maybe I would have believed it, but the fact that she said those words to Tyrion makes me question why they wrote the show the way they did. Well, I always suspected from the very beginning that something was going to happen with her because of they kind of hinted at it, especially Robert and Ned when they were talking in the very first, (laughs) when they were talking (laughs) in the very first episode about her on the road to King's Landing when they found out because you know, they were talking about how do we know she's not going to be mad as well. You know, and Robert wanted to kill her, but Ned's like, she's just a child. And he's like, I don't care. Um, and there was hints at it throughout the series. You know, she's, because a lot of people thought the brother, Basaris, is that his mm-hmm. name? Was the one that was crazy. Because he was... Well, he was. He was. He was. But the whole... I mean, her character... The whole the whole series, she... She wasn't the Mad King's daughter. She, I mean, in the sense that she wasn't crazy. She wasn't... Um, she wasn't a tyrant. She spends the whole show saving people and freeing slaves... And, and releasing people from them. But basically, like you're saying, breaker of the chains. Exactly. And I think in her mind, in her mind, she was thinking that Cersei was using the people as slaves or as weapons. And even against if she, her. Even if she was though, I mean, in Slaver's Bay, it was the same kind of thing. You know, she she didn't punish the innocent people. She, she didn't punish the slaves. No. She didn't punish the slaves. So even if she thought that Cersei was using the population of King's Landing against her, it wasn't believable to me that she would still kill them. 
it, it didn't, you know, she, you saw it in her face. She just was in a fit of rage and she like saw red and then lost it. But it didn't, it didn't make sense to me why that she would, that she would do that. I get the point, but I, I can see where it happened. I mean, I can see, I can see in a way why it, why it did happen. And I can see in a way because everything that she had done, everything that she had been through and fought for was for that moment. And for her to lose so much so quickly when she got to Westeros and knowing that the only way to take what she wanted was to burn it. And she didn't want anybody to stop stop her. And I think, in a way, I see that. Because when she found out that John had a more legitimate claim to the throne than she did, you could tell at that point that she would have done anything to take the Iron Throne. Yeah, and I guess I just didn't. I just didn't see that. I because I knew that she would never let him take it from her, no matter how much she loved him. I knew that she would never let him have it. Uh, but I, I I don't know. I didn't I didn't see that. I didn't um, see that. And then after she did, then we had for me it was an even bigger. Okay, what? There's only one more episode left in the entire series. Yeah, after the after the bells, after when she burned basically King's Landing to the ground and killed all the people, it was like, what? What are we doing now? What and, are we doing? And I am. I don't. I don't agree with the way Cersei died. I don't agree that she was a, the way she died was. She just, should not have had a should, beautiful moment. Yeah, she shouldn't have. No. And the fact that they were trying to make us feel sympathetic to her pissed me off. Because it's like, you cannot turn this woman who has done so much evil throughout this whole series, who has been a thorn in everybody's fucking side since the beginning, when she convinced Jamie to push Bran out that window... From the very first episode up until this episode uh, seven, or sorry, was it five? Mm -hmm. When she dies, she gets to die with Jamie saying, I don't want my baby to die. I don't want my baby to die. Well, bitch, you're the one who put yourself in this situation. And the fact that we didn't get the joy of her death the way we did like Walder Frey. And Joffrey. Joffrey and people like that are like, well, yeah, I'm fuckers dead, right? <laughs> yes. It, or even Baelish to some extent, yes. you know? Finally, Baelish. Yep. Yep. You know, she gets to die with Jamie just, you know, by bricks falling on her. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> no. Because Arya spent from the time, the end of season, the end of season one, she had spent all that time building up. To get to the point where she could kill her. Yeah. And to not give us the satisfaction of Arya killing Cersei just 
really, really bothers me. I think a lot of us thought that Arya was going to kill Cersei. I certainly did. Yeah. When she starts walking through the Red Keep, I'm like, oh, this is going down. She's going to get her. She's, this is happening. Well, why does she get to kill the Nike, but she doesn't get to kill Cersei? That doesn't make any sense to it me. It doesn't. It absolutely doesn't. It makes sense to me that Jamie would come back for her. That, to me, was true to his character. No. Um, but, and, and Arya having that moment with the Hound, where he actually turns her around and says, don't become me, because he spent his whole life uh, seeking revenge. I, I actually... I actually liked that part. You know, part. I always liked Arya and the Hound together. Yeah, I actually, even though she is this assassin now, mm-hmm. I actually enjoyed that part, which was very out of character for her. But that somehow seemed to make sense. But Cersei should have died cold and alone. The dragon should have eaten her. Or Arya should have killed her. She should not have had that beautiful moment with Jaime as her last... As her last moment. It just wasn't. Uh-uh. It wasn't right. You don't get to die with Jamie and no. Jamie holding you. And no, no. Not after everything that she had no. done. That pissed me off. Mm-hmm. Because you, it was a moment that I think all fans were looking forward to. Yeah. Was her death. And that's a sick thing to say. But. And we would have been more satisfied. I know that you and I would have been more satisfied. If she had won the whole fucking thing. Yeah. The way it ended... Oh. Because it would make more sense. It would make more it sense. Was, it would have stayed true to the show, to where she's standing there in the red keep going, it's all mine. Yeah. That evil finally yeah. won, prevailed in the end, like it usually does in the show. Yeah. That would have been more satisfying than the way it ended. Even though we all hate Cersei and we all wanted her to die. Yeah. But the way, the way it happened wasn't even... It wasn't even creative. It wasn't... Like, so much of the show felt lazy to me. Um, it felt like they were trying to put... Look, especially with the last episode, they were trying to wrap it all like up in a little pretty bow and be like, here you go. And I'm like, that's not what this show is. That's what the, what the show never has been. And then you're building up all of this stuff to find out who John really is for it just to be like, hey. Yes, there are so many things that happened... Because of the last season that were seemingly for no reason. John is a Targaryen. Okay. For no reason. And the rightful heir to the Iron Throne. Bran but is, he gets banished to the north. Bran is the three-eyed raven. For what? To be king? That was such a stretch for me, by the way. I, I'm no good at predicting things. I guess I should tell people this. But, so I usually don't see things coming, but come on. When he's in the, the dragon pit and he's like, why do you think I came all this way? You did not. You did not come all this way to be king. No. It, it was no. just like, well, what the hell? What the hell is going on? I, was I mean, you literally movie. sit there after John kills Danny and the dragon flies away with Danny and you're sitting there going, okay. And then it cuts and then you're sitting there going... <laughs> What five years later? What? What are? You, what's going on here? Because it fades out, and then you see Tyrion laying on the ground. You know, and you're like going, "What the hell's going on?" And then he's brought to the pit, and you're like, "Then there's this Westeros confab happening." Yeah, with people, people who you haven't seen in like years. And, uh, 
And they're the ones trying to decide who's going to be king, who's going to be the yes. ruler of the Seven Kingdoms. Sansa's uncle, the creepy kid from the Vale. Yara, from Yara, the, yeah, and I'm I don't like, know. I don't know who the old dude is. I can't remember. Yes, that's, that's how long it's been since you've seen these. We lives. don't even. We hardly remember their names, and all of a sudden they appear in the scene immediately after Daenerys flies, or Drogon flies away with Daenerys, and Jon's in the throne room. It's like, well, what's what's happening? Right. Was that like, we missed something? It and, felt and, like we missed and in something. All honesty, to me, it seems like if Grey Worm was the one to come in and find him, you know, and say. You know, Daenerys is dead. Grey Worm would have killed him. There's no question in my mind that Grey Worm would have killed him. I completely agree. And and you're like, what did John do? Just go up to the Unsullied and go, hey, killed the lady. Yeah, um, everyone's at the at the meeting. Seems to know he stabbed her in the heart. Like how? How do y'all know? Because the only two people who well would know would be Danny and John. Nobody was in. There was nobody in the in the. It keep. didn't make sense. Nobody there. The dragon, Daenerys, and because, John. Because I mean, why didn't he go say like, okay, I'm taking my throne. I am the rightful heir, and stand up and say, my name is what was his name? Eon, Aegon. Aegon Targaryen. I am the son of Rhaegar and Lyanna Stark. I am the rightful heir to the Iron Throne. Also, sidebar about the Iron Throne. Why did the dragon burn it down? He's the dragon don't know. <laughs> He's an animal. I'm the dragon sorry. dragon got mad because, you know, Danny died, y'all, because of the Iron Throne. And he's like, ah, fuck this Iron Throne. Even that, even the freaking dragon's actions weren't believable. <laughs> like, him carrying Daenerys off, yes, that was actually really sad. That was believable, but he should—he should have burned John to the ground. He knew John killed her. Yeah, but John can't burn. Well, but he could try. <laughs> <laughs> but the throne? Because that's the first thing that I thought to you. I was like, holy shit! Oh, because he's a dragon. Him. Yeah. Is Dragon gonna kill Ugh. him? But Dragon can't kill him because he's a Targaryen. He won't burn. He won't burn. And so that's the first thing that I thought of too. Is like because when you when you see the fire start building up in the dragon's mouth, and you're and the first step stop that came to my <laughs> mind is like John can't burn. He can't because if Danny can't burn, he can't. Right. So, and then you see him, and John's like, ah, you know, fire, you know. But and I don't think John knows this, but um, so you're sitting there going, okay. What the fuck is going on right now? So, like, right after that, then it cuts to, cuts to Tyrion. Who's going to be king? Who's going like, to be king? What about the motherfucker who's got the rightful heir to the throne? Yeah. I mean, in all honesty, because Sam knows, Bran knows, Tyrion knows, yet, yet everybody, he doesn't want it. Well, he really doesn't have an option at this point. I don't understand why there was such a question about who should be... And why did he get banished? This is the thing that I don't understand. Is why did he get banished for killing Danny? But J- Jamie killed her father and became head of the guard mm-hmm. and gets pardoned. This is part of the reason why I feel like... It was a lot of lazy writing. There are so many holes in the storyline. No, so much of it doesn't make sense. Because in my mind, John had the absolute right to kill her because it's his throne. That's right. what they do. Well, and when he somebody's was, trying to take their throne, they kill each other. That's what they do. That's the game. And he was trying to do the right thing. Right. Ultimately, because he, like Bran, never really cared about the throne. Mm-hmm. 
And then another odd thing about that scene in the dragon pit is when Grey Worm shows up and he acts like a big player. And I'm like, yeah, you don't really care about any of this. He killed the queen. It's like, like what? you don't have a queen. You don't have your girl. All you have is this army, but now you're acting like a major player in Westeros. Yeah. And I'm like, you, yeah. you're not. Yeah. So that I thought was, it was odd. And then they're like, well, who's going to be king? And I was like, what? What's going on? So they have this meeting. And they like, choose one. And choose you're one. like, when did this become a democracy? When? What? What wheel did they actually break? Because they have this meeting. They decide to exile John to to avoid war, to make the peace, right, with Grey Worm and the Unsullied and the Dothraki versus everyone in King's Landing. Oh wait, they're all dead. <laughs> they're all they're all gone. Uh, sending him to the Night's Watch to you know to avoid. Who's okay, this is one. What are they watching? They now? ain't watching nothing. Because there's nobody people, to watch. The, the walkers are Yet gone. another hole in the storyline. It doesn't there's, make sense. There's it doesn't no make people sense. to watch no more. There's nobody coming over the wall. The free folk don't want to freaking be down there. Right. There's no threat and to why the were wall. The free folk in the wall because the walkers destroyed the wall. <laughs> and then I'm sitting here going, well, where's the big hole in the wall that was there when they crossed over? Remember when the dragon oh, burned down the wall? But I don't know if he went back to the same. That was what last part? Then, yeah, and they, then he said, well, come visit me at Castle Watch. And then like, when what, the freaking Aryans, like Dora the Explorer now, like going off and setting sail, and what's east of Westeros? Well, nobody knows yet because there's no maps. When has anyone ever remotely mentioned anything whatsoever? So next series, where in the world is Arya Stark? About... Something being east of West or west of Westeros. Again, something that sounds completely made up. Doesn't make sense. Uh, Sansa becoming queen in the north. Now, I personally am not a fan of Sansa. Corey respects her character development. I think she's just a survivor. Uh, but she plays a game when she learned what she learned from Cersei is what I think. She, you know, she from the moment. She thought she was in love with Joffrey to the very end. All she wanted was to be queen. This is just my opinion of her. All she wanted was to be queen. That's all she wanted. And she finally gets it in the end. And they act like, you know, she liberated the North. And I'm thinking, from what? From what? what Cersei never had control of the North. Joffrey never had control of the North. He would never try. Cersei even told Joffrey, you can't take the North. It's too big. It's too wild. You can't take it. So even though technically it's one of the Seven Kingdoms, they never had control of it. Mm -hmm. They had to pledge their fealty in their words, but they never had control of the North. No, he could lose the North at any point. And then her brother becomes king. So, oh, you're freeing the North? From what exactly? From Brandon Stark. From your brother? It didn't make I don't know. It was a big giant hole. Yet and another I think thing. That's where it got to the point. She did After that point of Danny dying is where it got to the point where it just started Fell apart. Filler, fillers. Yes. Like, you know, Sansa's the queen of the north. Arya's going to become a Christopher Columbus. And then you got, <laughs> you know, freaking <laughs> John headed north with the free folk. And you're like. 
what was the point of him going through all that he went through, coming back from the dead, leading the north, becoming the king, be- being a Targaryen, uh, only to end up beyond the wall with like, the faith both doing nothing? Yeah, because it's like he can't marry, the conditions where he can't marry, he can't father children, and so the Targaryen line will die with John. Is the ultimate, but you're like going, it doesn't make any sense. No. Because John is fire and ice. He was the one that's supposed to unite the kingdoms. That's what the that's what it seemed like it was supposed to be. Yeah. He was the one that was supposed to bring everybody together and lead it. And, and you know. And in the end, they all go their separate ways. It, just, and it was like giant cluster of fuck at the end. It was. And another thing for me about Sansa she didn't really do anything. Mm-mm. Okay? John did things. He led people. Arya became an assassin. Well, yeah. You know, Sansa um, was just there. She was just... The big brother, obviously, became king of the north to avenge his father. I'm like, you got the north's strength in you because you survived all the things you went through, but you didn't really... Do anything. Well, without Baelish, nice. she wouldn't have survived, and that's part of the that's part of the whole thing. If it wasn't for Peter Baelish, she would have never survived King's Landing, and and I think in the end, so why did she, she have to, to get rid? She had to get rid of him. Well, we all knew Baelish needed to go because he was a big giant fuckhead. But the reason that everything, everything happened, yeah. so. But she she spent that time learning and and understanding how things. to survive. How to survive. That's it. Yeah. How to survive and how to play the game. She was learning how to play the game. I don't think she did though. I think I think she was was, but she got good at reading people because she had she had yeah. Danny pegged right off. I'll give her that. She knew exactly what was going to happen with it. That's why she was She so and the writers did. Yeah. Nobody else in Westeros or us knew. But it was, was like, I could, I could tell she knew. She knew. Yeah. And, and it was like, and I understand. I, I get to a point where she, it's like, okay, it's a little far-fetched and it's a little stretched, but it's like, eh. You know, with, with her storyline, it was kind of like, I, I'm glad that she kind of grew up and she understood better and she wasn't as naive as she was when she was younger. But all in all, her storyline I could have done without. You she, know, I mean, it it was like, eh, okay. Sansa could have been taken care of at the end of season seven and been done with it. I mean, in all honesty. But she couldn't fight. She couldn't. She could. She wasn't figure a it out. She, she wasn't. Was never stupid, but she always acted stupid. I, you know, she was she was jealous of other women. She was she, to me. She was just annoying. I. She just annoyed the hell out of me. And to the very end, I'm like, great dress. You look amazing. <laughs> but who cares? Yeah. Who cares? Because in all that was me too. At the end, it's like we all. I all knew she. I knew she was going to be king of the north because I knew John wouldn't if if john would take the iron throne he would allow the north to be yeah. his own independent he would have done the same thing as Brent. he would have done the he same would have done the same thing so we all knew sansa was going to be to rule it to rule the north we yeah. all knew that and 
to do all that play up to that. It was just like, okay, whatever. Yeah, so all in all, is a big load of shit, the season finale. Mm-hmm. So, is there an actual, like, someone, one, not, like, ended up, how's it, what's going on here? Like, that's, there's a ruler that's, in the north, that's, or that's the whole... Right, it's almost it, like there wasn't even a clear there winner. There wasn't, it was like... One, Daenerys won the battle because she killed everybody with the dragon, but then she dies. So, mm-hmm. and then John could have been the winner if he, of the whole thing, but he's exiled, and he ends up just walking into the wilderness with the peoples. So there's like there was like no clear winner. In Tyrion. The Tyrion. Tyrion. Yes. Corey said that Tyrion yes. Lannister was the winner of Game of Thrones because at the end he got what he wanted. That's what I'm thinking. Because he got to pick who he wanted to be king. He got to be the hand of the king and he gets to choose his council. He is the one to me that won. But when they're at, so they're at the table... He's the hand again. They're talking about master of coin, master of this. And how did Braun get master of coin? It's like, what wheel did we really break? I understand that we're not doing a birthright anymore, but really, it's the same. It's, it's the, the same. It's, it's the same thing. So that again was like, why? What? What are we doing? Did all all that we just went through? Well. For what? It didn't make any sense. And Tyrion was one of my favorite characters through the whole thing. But the whole thing, too, is like, like you know, we're like, we're, we're, me and Miranda were sitting here saying it in order for her to watch it. it. It's like, I don't want that season eight to be the definer of the series because, on all in all, the series was freaking amazing. From the start to the about season, the third episode of season eight. You know, I mean, it it carried so much, so much shit and what the fuck moments that you're like, like you. That's what you wanted in the finale. The whole shock and awe of the whole series that you always had with the death of Ned Stark. You know, the Red Wedding. You know, John getting killed. You know, every. All of that, and the uh, that, and Joffrey dying, and then Baelish, and then the whole, you know, Ramsey, the Battle of the Bastards. It was like there was all these wonderful moments in the show that I and I and I will give it this and say our expectations as fans was really high. Mm-hmm. We have we set the bar so high, but. And I'm sitting here thinking, they didn't even get close. They didn't even get close to the bar. But for me, it was more than that. Because they ran out of material. Because the books are not Yeah, because done. the books aren't done. They ran out of material. They had to make it up. How close did they follow the books? I, I have not read the books. So my, I, uh, I my brother has read the books, and he says they go kind of askew. Um, and they kind of mix Don, John and Danny's story together. Mm-hmm. So it... But they had the foundation. Yeah. See, and, and that's that's the thing. the The reason this show part part of the reason this show was so good is that 
the setting was created. The characters were described. They were developed by the author, by the books. So that at its core is fantastic. I mean, I don't think I've ever seen a TV show where every single person in it acts phenomenally. No. There's not a bad actor in that entire series, in my opinion. The music was amazing. That very first episode, I still think is the best one. Mm. That very first episode, so much happens in that first episode that just carries and carries and carries and carries all the way to the end, which is amazing. Um, and if you can get past the violence and the nudity, if you, I mean, if you really can. Yeah, because there's always titties in the back. Always. Always. Just titties everywhere. But I mean, yeah. if you can if you can see past that, it it is an the core incredible. Of the show. It's just it's unbelievable. The core of it is freaking amazing. To you know, and like Marjorie and uh, Tyrell, the Tyrell family is one of my favorites. I think you know, especially the grandma. Um, just she's just badass to the end, you know. And and the premise of the, the yeah. premise of the show, or you know, and the books, you know that that evil always wins. Uh-huh. It's it's such a the, it's a the way they capture it. It's a turn. It, it it's it's a turn on everything that you've always known about, and I think that's what's so great about it. And you still fall in love with the characters, and you yeah. still want good things to happen. You're like, oh, no, this is going to be great. And, you're like, oh, and the no. way it devastates you is, like, the Red Wedding, that that was just... Did you say that was one of the biggest... It is, right? Like one of the... That was one of the biggest moments in the show, yeah. and also... I mean, again, I mean, I, I don't know if I'm the right person to say, oh, I didn't see it coming, because I never see things coming in shows. <laughs> it shows ever, but you, you knew wow. something was going to happen because wow, it was. It, the, uh, you it was knew beyond. something was up. It, it was kind of like because when you're watching it, and you're like going, "Wait a minute!" Because things that the things that are said, certain things that are said, you know, uh, especially when Walter Frey tells Rob Stark that you broke her deal, and you're like, "You're," and you don't. You don't do that. You don't break an agreement. Not with him. You know, not and and when that happened, I was like, something, something's not right. So when you, and then when everything started happening, you're just sitting there going, holy shit. The way, the you know? way it happened is, is like the shocking part. One of the shocking parts. Um, yeah. There were some things I thought, like, well, I know I could definitely do without um, the torture of Theon. Yeah, I that went that, on way too long. Agreed. agreed. It just it went too on too much, way too long. Too much. That, for me, was over the top. Yeah. It was just too much. It was like, okay. Daenerys, oh, when she's in the East, and I'm like, can you... Okay, everybody loves you. You're feeding people. Can you cross the sea and conquer some oh, shit? I, yeah, because she's over like, there for forever and ever and ever. Like, we, when are we? When are we uh, crossing the narrow sea? Yeah. When? When are we doing this? You know, let's get to Westeros. Like, good God, she was over there for forever. So there's parts in the show that that are slower yeah. and things that go on that you're like, okay, enough. Yeah. Would y'all say some of your favorite parts? 
moments or my moment is when Arya kills Walder Frey. That was one of my that epic was, moments. That was brilliant. When you know she slits his throat. That because I was like, yeah, fuck yeah, yeah, <laughs> kill that motherfucker. You know, because and um and then when she's no one. And the, and the the guy tells her what is the girl's name? The girl's name is Arya Stark, and she's going home. Oh, great line! Chills. Great line! Because I was like, oh, Arya's gonna go home, fuck some shit up, you know? Because that's what she that's what she wanted. That's what she was doing. So I think when when we find out who John really is, mm-hmm. that was an amazing that was an amazing moment. I always knew his mother was Lyanna Stark. See how uh, she knows things. I always knew that. I never. Knew I things. predicted that from the first. Yeah, I didn't. Because when they were saying, "Oh, the Honorable Ned Stark," like he would really, you know, have a bastard. And I'm sitting here thinking because what I always thought this is from the first season. What I thought was that she was he was the son of Lyanna and Robert because you know how Robert Baratheon loved Lyanna Stark was going to marry her and everything like that and how. They're saying that, you know, the Targaryen got kidnapped her and raped her and all of that crap and he was going to rescue her mm-hmm. and all of this stuff because Cersei was killing everybody who found out about Joffrey and her kids be not being Roberts. So in my mind I always thought Ned was protecting John from the Lannisters. And so I but I didn't know who I I didn't know who the father was for sure. Did you know that Bruce Willis was dead when you watched that movie, The Six No. Months? Did you know that too? No. You're lying. She probably did. No. She I probably didn't. called it. No, I didn't. <laughs> no. Because I was like, it's, it's gotta be. It's I knew be. that there was a deeper story about John and who his mother really was. And it, it, I didn't really think that Ned Stark would be unfaithful. No. But I, I, had, I had no idea what it really was. And for him to take John, he had to have been family. He had to have been. And and because they were saying all uh, Baratheons are dark-haired, you know, dark-toned. But, you know, the kids of Robert, supposed kids of Robert right, Baratheon right, right. and Cersei Lannister are all blonde and fair. He was putting two and two together, and that's when I was thinking, holy shit, is John the rightful? Because at that point, you know, the Baratheons had the, the throne. So at that point, I was oh, like, Oh, so holy you thought shit, Jon Snow was is he the rightful Baratheon's heir? Son. Yeah. But he was protecting him from the Lannisters because he knew the Lannisters, if they knew that Robert Baratheon had another kid, they would have it, they would try they to would kill, kill him. Yeah. Because the Lannisters wanted the throne. But. And, but all in all, he was protecting him from Robert as for being a Targaryen. And that's what threw me for a loop. When I was like, holy shit, he's a Targaryen? Yeah. That's what threw me for a loop. Because I, I thought he was Baratheon, is what I thought. Because, and all in all, if he would, if it would have been, if he would have been a Baratheon, I mean, look at Stannis and Renly and all of those black guys. Mm-hmm. You know, that wound up dead. Everybody wound up dead, right? Except in the series finale, where it's like, 
Bye. Toodles. Live happily I think another favorite moment of mine was when we find out why Jamie killed the Mad King. Yeah. That's good. And you realize it's like a vindication of his character. I thought that was that was a pretty powerful moment where he's explaining he's t- he's telling Brienne right yeah that was a really great moment the reason why he killed the man mm-hmm. and then Cersei winds up doing the same damn thing blowing up that church because the Mad King was gonna blow King's Landing up what would you say was the most disturbing the most disturbing to me and I couldn't watch it was when Oberon got his head crushed by the mountain Mm-hmm. I couldn't watch it. You know, at that point, I had watched pretty much everything. I, I occasionally, have, but this, I couldn't. I could not do it. For me, it was when Jamie and Cersei have sex in front of Joffrey's dead body. Um, I couldn't do it. I was like, this is messed up. <laughs> and also, uh, a lot of the torture of Theon. I just, I couldn't. Yeah, I couldn't handle it. It was Ramsey. That actor was so good at being just nasty. Yeah, just crazy. I mean, just vile. And, you know, people have died. You know, Ned Stark lost his head in the first freaking episode, and then it's on the freaking bike. Like, so many messed up things happened in the show, but there are some where, for me, I just, oh. The Red Wedding is another one that I I don't know if I could watch it again. Yeah, that's me. Yeah, the red wedding was pretty bad. It was brutal. So would you still say you would recommend somebody trying to watch it? Yeah. Oh, hands down. Absolutely. Yeah. And I was actually thinking about just going ahead and binge watching it all the way through. It does make you want to watch it again. Just to see if maybe there's something that I forgot. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, we watched it from the beginning. I mean, we didn't sit there and binge watch it and then, holy shit, season eight's coming. I didn't binge watch it within, you know, a month or two. We've been involved in this for years. I I mean, mean, and not just us. I mean, fans have been been watching since the beginning. And that's why I think it was so disappointing. Because... But, you know, and, and like me and Miranda were talking about with um, the whole, with the whole supernatural ending, season 15 ending, how high is the bar to end that show as well? You know, because we as fans expect a lot. And to the credit of the writers... It's not easy to end something it's not. that's that good. It's not. It's not. But it just, this last season felt like so much was lacking. It just uh-huh. felt like they didn't even try. That's what it felt like. And maybe yeah. they did, but it didn't feel that way. No. It didn't feel that way. No. It didn't feel like they wanted to honor the fans. It didn't feel like they wanted to honor the characters, the story, the, the author. It just didn't. Holly, probably should have asked in the beginning before we <laughs> jumped into it. But so, besides Game of Thrones, do you have like other fandoms that you're about? I do. I am a huge Star Wars, Star Wars, and Harry Potter fan. I have not seen uh, The Walking Dead or Fear the Walking Dead or Supernatural. 
So those are those I have not seen. Yeah. Do you ever watch Doctor Who? I have not actually seen Doctor Who. I say that with hesitation because I'm sitting next to Corey. She loves Doctor Who. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I haven't seen you know Walking Dead, and I need to catch up on Doctor Who. Yeah. Um, um, the superhero movies. Mm. Did you watch uh, Endgame yet? Did- <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> we talked about this in the first few seconds like how do you stay off social media how do you not know what happens I can honestly say I have not seen Endgame and I do not know what happens well, you still haven't got any kind of spoilers I have not seen any spoilers whatsoever I have not heard anything my friends so far I've been <laughs> have been agreed to, not to spoil it for me I have been but I'm like every, it was funny because for the past ever since it came out you know almost every day have you seen it yet and she's like no and I'm like mother truckers and I'm like ah. I, I don't have a good reason for not having seen it I just I just haven't like I told her what a couple was it last week I told her I'm gonna best year with Ed and drag you over to the movie theater like a cave woman. That's the way to see it. <laughs> here's your soda, here's your popcorn, watch it. Stay watch, trash. watch watch this. Watch this movie. <laughs> no talking, look. <laughs> but yeah, it was like, oh my god. Yeah. I can't believe she hasn't seen it yet. It just shocks me every single time. Yeah. A huge Disney fan as well. Mm-hmm. Um, the new live action movies. Uh, the, we've kind of discussed it because Aladdin comes out what, next weekend? Actually, it's Friday. This, this weekend? That's a tough one. That's a tough one for um, me. Like, Cinderella, I think they got perfect. Uh, Beauty and the Beast, I feel like they majorly dropped the ball. I haven't seen them but, seen and them. Aladdin I I don't even know from what I've seen of the casting of like Aladdin and Jasmine it seems good other pieces of it I'm like I don't know I don't know how this is gonna go I don't even know but that will definitely I would definitely like to come back for that yeah <laughs> that discussion of the live action Disney I know we're gonna have to get like when we were talking about this we're gonna have to get like uh well, I might, not have, trophies. I might not have been in any good. I'll have to listen to this and decide. But we're, we, we don't know. We're Maybe your listeners will be like, who is this bitch? <laughs> be like, who's this? Be like, I love Sansa. I hate you. I hate this person. It ended amazing. Yeah, all of the three listeners in Hong Kong will be like, I don't know who she is. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that's an I know. And I apologize. But that's me. Because what is it like today? I had these, the head cord chips. And they had, they're from the Alamo Cafe, and I had a couple of blue ones and orange ones in there, and Barbara Kinsen, she goes, oh, I like the colored ones. I was like, good, because I don't like the colored ones. And I was like, oh, that was racist. <laughs> <laughs> oh and I was goodness. like, oh, shit. If anybody walking by and heard that conversation, they'd be like, oh. <gasps> there is a lawn being mowed yeah. right outside in yeah. case. Sorry, guys. What I any of the background noise, I men. apologize. I have stupid men. men. I, I don't know what to tell you. I, I'm like, like well, oh, you're trying to do something. Let's make as much yeah, noise as, as possible. Oh, you right have a now. thing going on here. Let me call out your name from the top of the stairs. And then, oh, by the way, yeah, I'm going to mow the yard. You know, this thing that right you've asked outside. me to do for three days and I haven't? Well, as soon as you're busy with other things or you yeah. need me to be quiet, I'm going to go ahead and do yeah, that thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't mean to do <laughs> and it's like Jesus Christ, and it never fails. 
It's like sometimes when I come over here, when she comes over here to record, half the time we have to start over because I have these two ass hats. <laughs> Bruce ordering food and all of a sudden, ding dong, freaking DoorDash people show up. <laughs> and you're like, and then Bruce comes down and is like, hey, hey. And I'm like, going, what? This is reality podcasting. Yes. <laughs> so in case you're interested. And yeah, there we go. Okay. I could go out there. Y'all can hear me yell at it. Cut that shit out! <laughs> you should. That guy just sitting there across the street. Scare him. I could. Don't get on. I could be like those couple down the street from me that always yell in their driveway going, I want to defy! <laughs> Why are you going to be like that? Now you get out! They put the house up for sale for a while. Mm-hmm. And now it's not, so I guess they reconcile. I don't know. Yeah. It's drama. Yeah. What... We got anything? Any other? No. All we have to do is watch it. Watch it. Mm. Watch it. I don't know. When in doubt, watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I, want it I want to watch it for the story, but I just can't do I think it. that you will. I think if Bloody you stuff. if you can, like I said, if you can get through some of it, because even I wasn't sure. It's honestly the first major show I've watched on HBO. And Maybe I was thinking, my God, show. you know, True Blood wasn't bad to me. As far as yeah. graphic gory, like, sex stuff doesn't bother me. But, like, I don't like seeing people get killed, so. Yeah, or tortured or anything. So, I'm like, just sit there, listen to you it. You know, if you can get past the Red Wedding at that point. Well, no, you can survive the Red Wedding, you can survive anything. Yeah. The season is Three? Right at the end of three. Yeah. I think so, yeah. Yeah, right at the end of three. But I think, I think you... I, I, think, I think if you could give it a few more episodes, uh, give it a few episodes from the first season, I think you really well. Get into we'll it. see. I'll try. Maybe I've seen the first episode like when it came out years ago, but I just never got back in the first couple. That one's not too bad but, as far as blood, right? Mm-mm. I don't. I don't, I don't remember, remember any blood in that except the first part of it where he hacks that guy's head off from <laughs> deserting the wall. Yeah. And that's where they find the dire wolves. He sentences wolf. him to death and they find the dire wolves. Yeah. yeah. But that's not too, I mean, that's pretty tame compared yeah. to really tame. Yeah, because that's normal. Whatever. But that first episode I still maintain is the best. Yeah. Out right. of all of them. Fun. Yeah. Sounds great. Yeah. Looking forward to it. Go, Miranda, go. Watch. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, thank you for joining us, Miss Ollie. Thanks I hope for you're having fun. fun. It was fun. I hope I can come back. Yeah. We hope you do. Yeah. Maybe fun. even for a Star Wars one too. Yeah. Maybe because I've absolutely seen the Star Wars, but yeah, I'm up recent. As long as you agree that Jar Jar Binks is the worst thing to have ever I'm happened, the best. <laughs> we're done. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm not done here. here. I'm, I'm out. out. <laughs> All Catch right. You later. See you next time. <laughs> Bye.